0: Welcome back to another episode of the Blake Bins Podcast. This is episode number 41. And we're going to be talking about social media today, and I'm going to continue my crusade against social media, which ironically I use endlessly for my business, but I want to talk a little bit about how we use social media incorrectly, especially as I talk to a handful of new entrepreneurs, new business owners, you know, people are talking about, okay, how do I need to use social media You even see people who, they're kind of just following suit. They're following the trend of what other people have told them to do with social media, but they're not really using it effectively. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. And I want to talk specifically about a story that came out in the news this week that just totally blew my mind. And the story was, there was an Instagram influencer which I won't, I won't uh, say what her name is, but she is a popular Instagram influencer. She has 3 million followers on Instagram. For reference, I have 200. So this person has, well, a lot more than I do. So she has 3 million followers on Instagram and kind of like the way we have come to believe social media in terms of sales is that there's a common misconception that the more followers I have, the better my business is going to do. And in fact, I even see people who take this to a level of ridiculousness where one guy, for example, I'm in a a multitude of different Facebook groups, other groups where they're entrepreneurial groups, they are HR related groups, they're business groups. And I'm in those groups uh, both for myself to get to sharpen myself, but also to provide my own insight. Well, I was looking at one group the other day where a guy was working in real estate and he said that he has maxed out his Facebook friend requests connections, or maybe it was LinkedIn. I can't remember which one it was. But he said like he added something like 100 realtors because he's selling to realtors. He added 100 realtors a day until now he can't do it anymore. And he's kind of at his wits end. And in fact, the reason he's at his wits end is he has thousands of people now he's connected to. And he can't sell one single service to these realtors. Nobody's interested. People aren't responding to uh, the fact that he's reached out to them. In fact, I saw another message of a person who they said they were sending 10 messages every something like four hours and they had done this for three days and, and over time they had sent over a thousand messages and they hadn't gotten one single person to respond and say, yes, I want to buy from you. And it's, it's an important thing to think about because a lot of what I see in social media, especially with new business owners, it's it's okay, what do I need to do for my business? Okay, I need to file my LLC. I need to do this and that. Oh, and I have to be on social media. And so people will start you know, posting to Instagram. They'll make the Instagram accounts. They'll start posting on LinkedIn. They'll start posting on, you know, Facebook. They do all of these things because it's like, that's what we're supposed to do, right? I mean, that's what we've been told to do is, you know, social media is a gold mine. Don't ignore it. Make sure you're using it correctly. Well, the problem is that I think, I think some great concepts have gotten muddied through just the complexity of how people see social media because from the get-go, is social media useful for your business? Yes, absolutely. It's like a digital billboard where now I can reach people From all over the world, in a moment's notice, I can reach out to people and I can do it for basically for free. You know, I don't have to really pay to reach those people. Now, I can do advertising to even elevate my business, but there's no reason not to use social media. So there's absolutely a great concept there of social media can elevate the profitability of my business where people get it backwards. It's where they get into this game of how do I get as many followers as possible or as many friend requests or as many connections or, or what have you. And the problem with this is that it is it is opposite for how business has ever worked. (laughs) Business has never worked this way. And so let's go back to the story. This woman, she's an Instagram influencer, over 2 million, let's see here, 2.6 million followers, almost 3 million followers. She recently started a, from what I understand, a t-shirt brand. It's, It's probably, I'm probably oversimplifying the fashion here. She, she started a fashion design business, basically, and she has this shirt she's made and put together and, you know, basically, uh, you know, blasts this out to all of her followers and says, hey, you can buy your shirt here. And you would think that with three million followers, I mean, let's let's just guess on the math here with three million followers. How many shirts do you think she was able to sell? and maybe you've already seen this story and you already know the number but if you don't, if you if you haven't seen this story i want you to think to yourself if i have 3 million followers people who are following my content how many are likely to buy this shirt from me is it 10% is it 1% is it 0.1% you know i mean how many would i need to buy for me to make a lot of money in fact If you start to do the math on it, you realize that not very many have to buy this for me to for this to be a profitable gig for me. Well, looking at this person, and it's the whole reason this person was in the news this week, with three million followers, this person did not sell a million shirts. This person did not sell a hundred thousand shirts. This person did not even sell 1,000 shirts out of, out of almost 3 million followers did not even sell 1,000 shirts. The number of shirts that she sold was 36 shirts, 36 shirts out of 3 million followers. She sold 36 shirts. And I, I would I would bet that one of her best friends probably wasn't even one of her followers, and because you know we gotta support our friends, right? So let's even just say thirty five for for good measure, two point six million followers, and can't sell more than thirty six shirts. How does this happen? This doesn't make sense. This seems like the opposite of what we would expect from social media marketing from what we've been told in social media it's it's as you grow your follower count so also will the profitability of your business grow well so this person was in the news and there were all these different headlines things like is the is the uh excuse me the instagram influencer bubble bursting you know is the instagram model changing and and all of this stuff's kind of funny to me because there's there's not like a hot take on this. There's not like a revolutionary concept on this. In fact, I was talking with someone about this just two days ago, and we were talking a little bit about it, and he said, yeah, and it sounds like the the bubble is bursting. It sounds like the the model is changing. And I said, you know what? It's really not a new concept, though. This is not a new concept. Real, authentic relationships will always win out over mass quantity. You know, it's the epitome of quality over quantity. It's the whole reason that I don't spend much time on cold emailing. I've done a little bit of it. None of them I've converted. Maybe I'm not a good cold emailer, but it's, it is... an extreme amount of work for not a lot of return when I'd rather be out meeting people and developing legitimate relationships with people. The best client that I work with today is someone who I built a relationship with two or three years ago and that I continue to nurture that relationship with. And so this isn't a new concept. In fact, this is foundational for how to do business well. Whenever I was first starting my business, good advice on the side, I was also doing this gig where I was helping other coaches and I ended up on the call on a call with this guy who basically he had started his own coaching company and we were talking back and forth and I was giving him some advice for his own coaching company and we were looking at his website, looking at what he was doing and like 99% of his time was being spent on social media. Which again, you know, there's there's a great concept there. I mean, there's a there's a great uh mentality there of as I connect with people on social media, I am adding to the revenue of my business. But outside of the genuine connection when I'm just using it just to use it, it's not profitable for my business. And that was the case for this this young guy who He was doing all of this stuff on social media. And I said, you know what? Probably what would be best for you would be able to spend less time on social media. And it's not just about spending less time on social media. I said, what would be more meaningful for you would be for you to really get crystal clear on your niche and your value offer. What are you offering to people? Because his business was basically... Uh, business coaching is what it was called. It was something, I can't remember the, the name of his company, but it was something business coaching. And I said, great, you're a business coach. So you're just like the millions of other business coaches out there. So what separates you from everybody else, right? And so that's the question to answer rather than let me spend all of my time posting on social media. You know, and not that that stuff can't build some momentum, but rather than spend all that energy on adding to your follower count, you could be spending that time on again really getting the foundations of your business straight and it's the same reason that i really don't stress about my instagram follower count i don't really stress about you know my connections on linkedin now it's interesting for me to look at and say okay it's it's going up i guess that's a good thing right as opposed to it going down so i mean it's it's going up so i'm gaining followers that's that's good i guess But I want to bring you back. There's a podcast episode that I recorded. Uh, I don't know when it was, but it was called uh, Creating 1000 Screaming Raving Fans. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, you need to go check it out. It's a really good one. Uh, It is, let me see here. It is episode number 15, creating 1000 raving, screaming fans. You need to check out this episode because this concept is foundational to business. And it comes from a guy, I can't remember his name, something Kelly, uh, who basically he put out this essay called 1000 true fans. It's a short essay. It's maybe like a thousand words, maybe 1500 words, And he basically talks about to make your business super profitable, you don't need millions of customers. What you need is 1000 raving, screaming fans, because these people, they will, these are the ones who buy, you know, the highest ticket thing that you can offer. These are the people who buy all the add ons because they are such incredible fans of what you do. It's kind of like, and I mentioned this in the episode, I won't spoil too much of the episode. But it's kind of like uh, the, there was a general manager out of a Chick-fil-A in Little Rock, and he talked about the millions of dollars they were doing there and the hundreds of people who were lining up in the drive through per day and how so many of them would sit in that drive through just to order a Diet Coke. That's all they're ordering. And it's the same Diet Coke you can get anywhere, but because people love Chick Fil A so much, because they're addicted to that sugary, delicious, uh, good food and really incredible service, they will wait in line to get something they can get anywhere because they want to get it from there, from Chick Fil A. The same thing's true about business: people will buy from you and they'll they'll want to do business with you because they so believe in what you're doing and what you're offering, and they they've ideally developed a personal relationship with you. In fact, I was talking to a guy a couple of days ago and he said, we were talking about a supplementary service to both of our businesses. And he said, you know what? The reason I went with person A, as opposed to person B, person A was more expensive but I know person A. I have a relationship with person A. I can trust person A more than I can person B. And 99% of the time, that's how people buy. They go with person A over person B because they know person A. They know who that individual is. And it's also why we've kind of missed networking in that A lot of people, especially new business owners, they go to these networking events and what they're trying to do is they're trying to meet as many people as possible because they're desperate for the sale, whether it's customer number one, or maybe it's like a revenue number, they're trying to get like their first 100 grand. And so, you know, they're hungry, they're, they're foaming at the mouth to try to get those sales. And so they meet people and they try to sell to them right away. And it's very superficial and it doesn't pan out for them long-term for their business. The better thing to do for your business, it's the slow play. It's what someone, the example someone used to uh, with me this morning, I was sitting with someone this morning and he said, you know, business is like a crock pot. You got to let that thing stew a little bit. You got to let it simmer a little bit. You got to re- let relationships grow and develop over time, especially if you want to turn someone into one of those 1000 true fans of your business. You don't need millions of followers. In fact, when I look at my own business, let's talk about Instagram, I have 200 Instagram followers. Now, I would guess about 80 of them are personal friends, people who've just known me over the years. The other 120 are people who I have... Distant friendships with, distant relationships with, or they're people who I really don't know at all. You know, they found a post that I did and they like it and now, now they follow my content or what have you. Well, rather than being frustrated or commiserating, oh my gosh, you know, I only get five followers a day. Like, what's wrong with me? And instead of like being depressed about my business, it's not about, okay, I'm trying to get to 10 million people. If I can get 1000 people who truly appreciate and believe in what I am doing, then at 200 followers, I'm already 20% of the way there. What this means for you and your business, whether no matter how big or small your business is, is that no connection is insignificant for your business. There's no connection that is a waste of time for your business because if you only have to get to a thousand, a thousand people who love your business, that reframes the way you look at relationships. It reframes the way that you invest in relationships because when I get coffee with someone, it's not some random interaction with someone I'm thinking okay I'm adding to my thousand I'm developing my thousand how do I be genuinely interested in this person how do I genuinely develop a relationship with this person so that I am pushing them towards being part of that 1000 base for my business right and in fact if you think about it this way if you add and this and basically what this article was talking about was it was talking about building a multi-million dollar business and so, to build a multi-million-dollar business, you just need 1,000 people. Well, if I could add 200 in a year, you know, if I could make four of those connections per week, then we're talking five years to have a multi-million-dollar business. It sounds slow, but I also know people who've been in business for 20 plus years, and they're barely over five hundred thousand dollars. So, there's a an absolute truth to understanding that. The value in your business, i.e. its revenue and the profit that you're taking home, it's directly related to the value of the relationships that you've built over time. It's also why ego, I get so frustrated at ego and business where I'll see a business owner who's been in business for 30 years and they've had customers for five, six, seven years and they'll let those customers go because there'll be a disagreement on price. You know, something happens that they don't agree with and the owner says, all right, if you don't like it, you can leave. And what happens is you take that person who was a raving true fan, and you flip them into now. Now they're burned. Now they're like, "I'll never do business with you again." Right? It's like I have—I I won't say my insurance company, but my my auto insurance company—I've worked with for seven years, and I had—I was approached by a competitor insurance company who said, "Hey, we can basically we can save you something like fifteen percent on your insurance." And I went back to my original insurance company and said, hey, yeah, this is what they're offering me. Here's the quote. Can you guys match this? I'd love to stay with you. And they said, no, sorry, we really can't. Nothing we can really do about that. In fact, as we started talking more, it was like, I mean, don't you guys want to keep me? I mean, don't you want to? And they were like, yeah, sorry. I mean, if you want to go with the cheaper option, you know, I guess go for it, right? And, you know, not that I'm, I'm not against businesses like, you know, owning their worth and maintaining their worth. But there's a lot to be said about companies that don't understand how to steward those 1000 true fans. You know, I think about certain cable providers and certain phone companies that you could be doing business with for a decade or more, and they wouldn't care if you left them tomorrow. You know, they don't think really about those 1000 true fans. They're, they're absolutely going for that quantity over quality and I think if if we can embrace this story of this this Instagram influencer, and just kind of stop the insanity of how do I get as many people as possible, I think our businesses will be more productive for it. So wherever you are with your business, whether you're on customer one, customer one hundred, you know maybe you're you're a one hundred thousand dollar plus company, maybe you're a million plus, maybe you're maybe you're you're absolutely tiny. This is like a side hustle for you. Don't be discouraged by what feels like slow progress because it takes much less than you realize to create real momentum for your business. Now it takes a while to start that momentum. I think, you know, it's the flywheel example from good to great. It takes a little bit of time to start that momentum but don't be discouraged if you've hit a wall or a plateau and it's like, man, I need to hit that next big growth spurt for my business. It's coming. Focus on the authentic relationships around you. Now, of course, what this means is you got to be an authentic person yourself. There's nothing worse than sitting down with someone for coffee, on the phone, whatever, and they're giving you a pitch or they're giving you rehearsed lines. I mean, people can tell. People can tell when you're not being authentic, when you're not being realistic, when you're just, you know, parroting off achievements or your resume or what have you. It's like a guy who I got on the phone with who he said, man, I'd love to talk. And I said, and I I could tell even from his reach out that he just wanted to sell to me. And so I said, yeah, we can talk as long as you don't want to sell me something. And I just told him that outright. And I've actually had to say that a few times to people. And he said, no, 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 I'm not trying to sell. Well, as soon as we were on the phone, it was absolutely a sales script. And I saw right through it. In fact, we were on the phone for about six minutes. I think we had scheduled 45 minutes to an hour. And after about six minutes, I said, you know what? I said, I think, I think I'm think i done. I think we're done talking. You know, I don't, I don't think there's really much else for us to say, you know, because my time's too valuable to waste on that person. And that person, what will happen, I think, I think what's frustrating for that person, or what's actually disappointing for that person is they will, they'll spend six months to a year, not understanding why they can't build traction for their business. When it's the fact that they're just not building authentic relationships, relationships with people. It's not about your follower numbers. It's about authentic relationships and creating real engagement. Give it a shot for your business. Let me know how it works. I'd be curious to hear about the results you have. And in fact, I would venture to guess when you think about your best customers, it's people who you have real relationships with. You talk about your spouses. You talk about your kids. You 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 have shared interactions with them. You have inside jokes with them. I'm just talking about my best clients. I'm thinking of the people, the people I know best. You know, we, we joke and we laugh and we, you know, have, uh, sometimes really surface conversations and sometimes really personal conversations. Because when we do business with people who we are very much in sync with, who we have very deep relationships, relationships with, we're kind of doing life with them. I think thinking of it and framing it in that perspective, that's how we move towards a thousand true screaming, raving fans. Don't stress about the numbers. Just focus on the progress of who am I connecting with? And I think that will help your business be successful. And heck, even if you don't own a business, for the sake of your sanity, for the sake of your happiness, for the fullness of your life and the people you're interacting with, I think this is a great place to start. Hey, if you like this episode, you can let me know via my email, Blake at goodadvicecoaching.com. I'm also on Instagram if you wanna follow me. I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, all of those things I'm posting on pretty much every day, just because I I love to connect with people. I always respond to text messages, emails, what have you. So feel free to reach out. And yeah, we got some exciting stuff happening down the line for the business. I'll talk more about this on our next episode, but I think we're going to launch a some premium content for people, a subscription model for people where. You pay something like $99 a month and you get access to maybe a mastermind group where we work with some really like-minded people. We help you with your business and we especially help you with the management of your business. Some really exciting stuff developing. If you're already interested in that, and again, I'll talk more about this next week on the next podcast. If you're already interested in this, reach out to me and I'll go ahead and we'll start working together but I think what's going to happen is it's going to be a really great way to create some uh pathways for people to get some really great business insight and expertise at a no-brainer price. I mean, $99 a month, you're looking at what? $1200 a year. That is nothing. Dirt cheap, nothing. Uh so, I might try that out. I might see how that goes. Having said that, I'll catch you all later and I'll see you on the next podcast. See ya.